section fifty six part three chapter one continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez translated by charlotte brewster jordan this librivox recording is in the public domain fortunately la romantica took herself off before this antipathy crystallized she was accustomed to pass the afternoon somewhere outside and on her return would repeat the news gleaned from friends unknown to the rest of the family this made don marcelo wax very indignant because of the spies still hidden in paris what mysterious world was his sister-in-law frequenting suddenly she announced that she was leaving the following morning she had obtained a passport to switzerland and from there she would go to germany it was high time for her to be returning to her own she was most appreciative of the hospitality shown her by the family and desnoyers bade her good-bye with aggressive irony his regards to von hartrott he was hoping to pay him a visit in berlin as soon as possible one morning dona luisa instead of entering the neighboring church as usual continued on to the rue de la pompe pleased at the thought of seeing the studio once more it seemed to her that in this way she might put herself more closely in touch with her son this would be a new pleasure even greater than poring over his photograph or re-reading his last letter she was hoping to meet argensola the friend of good counsels for she knew that he was still living in the studio twice he had come to see her by the service stairway as in the old days but she had been out as she went up in the elevator her heart was palpitating with pleasure and distress it occurred to the good lady that the foolish virgins must have had feelings like this when for the first time they fell from the heights of virtue the tears came to her eyes when she beheld the room whose furnishings and pictures so vividly recalled the absent argensola hastened from the door at the end of the room agitated confused and greeting her with expressions of welcome at the same time that he was putting sundry objects out of sight a woman's sweater lying on the divan he covered with a piece of oriental drapery a hat trimmed with flowers he sent flying into a far-away corner dona luisa fancied that she saw a bit of gauzy feminine negligee embroidered in pink flitting past the window-frame upon the divan were two big coffee-cups and bits of toast evidently left from a double breakfast these artists the same as her son and she was moved to compassion over the bad life of julio's counsellor my honour dona luisa my dear madame desnoyers he was speaking in french and at the top of his voice looking frantically at the door through which the white and rosy garments had flitted he was trembling at the thought that his hidden companion not understanding the situation might in a jealous fit compromise him by a sudden apparition then he spoke to his unexpected guest about the soldier exchanging news with her dona luisa repeated almost word for word the paragraphs of his letters so frequently read argensola modestly refrained from displaying his the two friends were accustomed to an epistolary style which would have made the good lady blush 
a valiant man affirmed the spaniard proudly looking upon the deeds of his comrade as though they were his own a true hero and i madame desnoyers know something about what that means his chiefs know how to appreciate him julio was a sergeant after having been only two months in the campaign the captain of his company and the other officers of the regiment belonged to the fencing club in which he had had so many triumphs what a career he enthused he is one of those who in youth reach the highest ranks like the generals of the revolution and what wonders he has accomplished the budding officer had merely referred in the most casual way to some of the exploits with the indifference of one accustomed to danger and expecting the same attitude from his comrades but his chum exaggerated them enlarging upon them as though they were the culminating events of the war he had carried an order across an infernal fire after three messengers trying to accomplish the same feat had fallen dead he had been the first to attack many trenches and had saved many of his comrades by means of the blows from his bayonet and hand-to-hand -hand encounters whenever his superior officers needed a reliable man they invariably said let sergeant desnoyers be called he rattled off all this as though he had witnessed it as if he had just come from the seat of war making dona luisa tremble and pour forth tears of joy mingled with fear over the glories and dangers of her son that argensola certainly possessed the gift of affecting his hearers by the realism with which he told his stories in gratitude for these eulogies she felt that she ought to show some interest in his affairs what had he been doing of late i madame have been where i ought to be i have not budged from this spot i have witnessed the siege of paris in vain his reason protested against the inexactitude of that word siege under the influence of his readings about the war of eighteen seventy he had classed as a siege all those events which had developed near paris during the course of the battle of the marne he pointed modestly to a diploma in a gold frame hanging above the piano against a tricolored flag it was one of the papers sold in the streets a certificate of residence in the capital during the week of danger he had filled in the blanks with his name and description of his person and at the foot were very conspicuous the signatures of two residents of the rue de la pompe a tavern-keeper and a friend of the concierge the district commissary of police with stamp and seal had guaranteed the respectability of these honorable witnesses nobody could remain in doubt after such precautions as to whether he had or had not witnessed the siege of paris he had such incredulous friends in order to bring the scene more dramatically before his amiable listener he recalled the most striking of his impressions for her special benefit once in broad daylight he had seen a flock of sheep in the boulevard near the madeleine their tread had resounded through the deserted streets like echoes from the city of the dead he was the only pedestrian on the sidewalks thronged with cats and dogs his military recollections excited him like tales of glory i have seen the march of the soldiers from morocco i have seen the zouaves in automobiles end of section fifty six